Hey, Ray. Yeah, Sean. Do you think I'm smart? Such a that's a loaded question. You book smart? No. Uh, <laughs> that what, was such math. No. We not science. God you, no. You could have. You just you uh, have to be detailed about it. It's a very general question. Like, you got a little street smarts for you. Daggers. These are you, daggers. You are. You are slightly above average intelligence. I would say. Slightly? Yeah. I mean, we're talking about on the grand scheme of things. All right, let's just go piece by... Let's go street smart, book smart. Book smart. Am I smart? I don't know, but I would say a little less than average. A little less than... You think a little less than average? Do you think it's based off how I speak? I do have attention deficit disorder. I've been diagnosed for years. I don't need your excuses, and you're made up diseases or whatever that is it's not made up it's a real thing oh no oh. i've had it for years i had it before it was cool <laughs> it's not it's still not cool yes it is people say it all the time i i do hate that you you have that you have that you have, have that bit, bit that you've been it. doing it, and i love the joke so i don't want to trample on it too much but well, here, you, yes, say, send it. <laughs> you say you say something so funny in it that like i didn't even think about how annoying it is when i hear it is when a girl says like uh, i'm so add i part of the joke i wanted to make was that like add is the only thing people use as an adjective yeah. Yeah. or like like that nobody ever does that with other diseases nobody's ever like shivering like i'm so parkinson's right now <laughs> exactly you know <laughs> yeah nobody's like i'm kind of nauseous i'm really cancery today like, that yeah. doesn't happen at all like like people are just like also, I think it was so overdiagnosed. People were just trying to get their hands on ADD meds back in the day. When I was a kid, I was like, I was a real, a real ADD like OG. The part of the bit, as I say, I was, I had ADD like, like when they called it stupid. Like it was yeah. like that kind of like they really treated you <laughs> like you were stupid, and then it just became this norm. Of, <clears throat> I think this, I think that to go back to if I'm smart. I'd be way smarter if I applied myself. <laughs> That's what I really think. Sure. I think that you can say that about most people. But I think I come off dumber than I actually am. I think, yeah, you're right. Math, science, no, not so much. But if I did not have this, I'm not making excuses, but I think if I really, really paid attention, I would be way smarter than I am. <laughs> so you're... I might change my answer from slightly <laughs> above average intelligence. It's, you're going down here. You're talking yourself out of the grade. <laughs> well, you ever surprise yourself with how, like, you ever watch Jeopardy and you know more answers than you think you do? Stuff like that. Or somebody asks you, why do you think this happens? And you know the answer and then you're right. Or you know, like, a certain Dude, fact of do you some know sort. What do you know what happened to me at a, at a concert? It was like a small, like, concert where it was just like a guitarist. And uh, like playing acoustic at this was it Santana? Yeah, it was Santana. <laughs> no, it was it was like a friend and of a Rob friend. Rob Thomas, dude, I love Rob Thomas. <laughs> he will not respond to my DMs on Instagram. It, no, I'm serious. It pisses me off because I found out that he lives in New York, and I love Rob Thomas. So I have been, de- and I'll, I'll I'll read them on a later episode because they're on my phone, which is recording us. You've but, been stalking Rob Thomas. Uh, Semi stalking. But me and my cousin on Christmas or like around Christmas time, we got drunk at Patty McGuire's and I we were just playing Matchbox 20. 
at, at Bad Patties and talk. I was like, dude, Rob Thomas is so awesome. Where do you think he is now? So we start looking him up. He's in New York. So I sent him multiple How messages. How many? I, I would say four. <laughs> and the thing is, he doesn't respond. He doesn't even read them. Also, dude. I messaged him while he was performing at the, um, at the Christmas parade because he was there. He performed at the Christmas parade. I messaged him, and I know he had his phone on him. <laughs> oh, my God. You're acting like a girl that got, is jaded because some guy doesn't want to date her. Like, that's, that's how it's coming off. Also, <laughs> a fan that wants to see him perform a private concert for me and my cousin at her apartment in Harlem. She's married. She doesn't have any... She's not trying to, like... You have stalker logic right now. You got, tell me this. We're recording with your phone, but I wish we weren't. What did the me- first message say? What do you call him, Rob? You call him Rob? Rob or RT. You want to call him Mr. Thomas? Yeah, I'm going to creep him out calling him <laughs> Mr. Thomas like I'm his you professor. Sent him four messages. That he that didn't I- respond to. <laughs> what did you say in the message? I, I can't remember. I, I can't quite remember. It was, uh, it was something like, hey, what's up, Rob? Uh, you know, you, you're great. You have great tunes. I saw that you lived in New York. Let me know if you have any shows coming up. Dude. Played it cool. Uh, that's not, that's officially kn- not cool. Wait, l- I said like, <laughs> Rob, dude, I wanted to tell you, bro, I'm still, I'm still bumping Matchbox 20, you know, 3 a.m., great tune. I really love Push. It's 3 a.m., Ray sending messages. <laughs> I think I actually, here's no, the, yeah. I think I actually did send him one at 3 a.m. Oh, on my God. Um, I don't see why you're being so weird about this. You don't see why why I'm being so weird about this. And you're going to be kissing my ass when I get him on the pod. (laughs) You're going to be kissing my ass when Rob Thomas is sitting right in between us on this couch talking about yourself or someone like you. (laughs) The title of their their debut album. You know it's not, uh, what's it called? I think it's yourself or someone like you. That's his debut. That's Matchbox Twenties. Oh, okay. Idiot. (laughs) I had no idea that you were huge. Give me your heart, (laughs) make it real, or let's forget about it. (laughs) You are a huge fan. MB (laughs) Twenty. No, I just like Rob Thomas. I think he seems like he'd be a cool hang. I can't figure out if this is either actually like for real or if it's like when we go to a bar and then you play Evanescence (laughs) and then tell people that I love Evanescence. Because you do love Evanescence. I do not love Evanescence. Okay. (laughs) Okay, let's let's play a little true or false. Okay, go ahead. When I play Evanescence, you don't really sing a lot of it, but... When the guy starts doing the wake me up, <laughs> you you stand up and you start putting your chest out at people and you do a dance. That's not true. That's not true. Okay. 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 And that's what I love is that I'm the asshole. Person. I'm the asshole. Because I play your favorite song. Because I like when my friend has a good time. <laughs> How can you see into my eyes like open door? 
Wake me up. Wake me up. <laughs> can't wake up. Yo, we should sing that at karaoke. We should. <laughs> you would love that, dude. <laughs> like you said, I just chest bump everybody in the bar. Yeah, you get wake me up. Part. You get all fired up about Evanescence. I do. It's wild, man. <laughs> it was cr- it was crazy. The um, <gasps> and and I don't I don't want to bring this up on the on oh the podcast, God. but you're at one point your girlfriend pulled me aside uh, during your birthday party. <laughs> And she said, "Can he like calm? Can you tell him to calm it down a little bit when this song comes on? Because he's he's not acting like himself. He's jumping around. See, I think he headbutted a guy. I, I think you're deflecting because I think you actually are really into Rob Thomas. What you're you, making up my Evanescence uh, obsession. Yeah. Oh, are you, that's not true. I'm a fan of Rob Thomas. Yeah, but like not where you where you really did message him. I will say I have messaged celebrities and been like, Hey, how are you? Uh, and ask ask them to been like on a pod or on a radio, my radio show or whatever it is." I don't. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, we're both the same. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't message we you both before, get a little, four times. We both get a little buzz on and message Rob Thomas. It's three a.m. I'm getting older. It's three a.m. You want to do me and Shawnee's pod? <laughs> there you go. There he is, right outside. That horn you just heard was. Oh, Thomas. if it is him, he is going to get an earful. <laughs> See, that's what's going to be the tough part is is when 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 he and I finally do get together for a beer or something, and I have to bring up the elephant in the room. Like, dude, I sent you like four messages. You didn't respond. He's your king of comedy. He's your Jerry Langford. <laughs> Don't make me Rupert. You're Rupert. Rupert Murdoch. Not Rupert Murdoch. Rupert uh, Pumpkin of I'm, I'm gonna Rob br- Thomas. I'm going to bring a girl there and be like, hey, Rob, 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 Rob's just outside. He's coughing. <laughs> oh, he, you, know, you know Rob. <laughs> you know how Rob is when he gets back to the house. Rob, Rob, let me show you my pride and joy. Love. Love Rob Thomas, though. I think he's a good artist. I'm not like upset. I wouldn't even say they're my favorite band. I just think he seems like he'd be a fun hang and he lives in New York. You don't like, think he has a dumb haircut? I remember his haircut from back in the day? He had like a weird Caesar cut that was slightly blonde. Wasn't like. Yeah, it was like a little like feathered out. He also always reminds me of Ethan he, Embry from Can't Hardly Wait. They had the same vibe to them. No. That's fucking rude to say about RT. Are you serious? Ethan Embry was such a dweeb in that movie. He kind of comes off like a dweeb to me. You think he's cool? Rob Thomas? He's kind of emo. Do you ever see like he wears like those like tighter necklaces? I think those are cool. The chokers? Not a choker. Not well, a full tighter necklaces. What else would you call that? It's just not. It's just not like hanging down like like a like an Italian. It's more like uh, well, it's offensive. It's, it's almost. It's like. Puka shell, but for the a, a modern puka shell. You, yeah, you just lost me on puka shell. Cool. Yeah, it's funny that you don't know what coal is. (laughs) You're stuck in your little bubble. See, here's the thing: it's so crazy what you're doing right now because you are playing the "I'm kidding" thing, but you do. I really do believe that you message the guy four times. I definitely message him four times, (laughs) and I listen to (laughs) Matchbox Twenty at least. Like, I'll go through a little phase. Once every two months, I'll just start bumping them out of nowhere. Oh my god! One of the first tapes I ever owned. Matchbox 20? Cassette tapes? Yeah. You must have been like six, five. Um, well, we were poor, so we were always like the a tapes. wave behind yeah, yeah, yeah. the technology. Yeah. Because my mom didn't have a CD player in her car, and that was the only time I'd really listen to music. And she liked them. She also liked the Santana, that, that album. That well, that was, was one on. of his biggest hits, I think. Yeah. Well, the Santana, that was one of the biggest albums, where he just matched up. He just like um, duetted with like 
all the big names the in the music. The one when he did Maria. You know that song that's like, Oh, Maria, Maria. Yeah, who is that that he's with? Oh, is it Enrique Iglesias? No, no, no. No, some dude. She reminds me of a side story. Spanish. So, anyways. Play like Carlos Santa. So, yes, you are slightly above average intelligence, is what we were getting at here after you attacked me. For my fandom, um, for my light fandom, I'm not gonna say abo- I'm not gonna say above average intelligence. I'm just gonna say that I think I come off dumber than I actually am because I surprise myself, and I think it's like lack of um, initiative and ADD that makes me seem dumber. I th- I th- you know what I think about you? What's that? Let me finally get this off my fucking chest. Say whatever no, I'm you'd just like. kidding. <laughs> you know what I think about you? It just came out so aggressive when it wasn't even an aggressive thing. Is I think that. Comedians in general, and you yourself, you, I, th- I think there is intelligence that comes with having a lot of self-awareness. And you have a lot of self-awareness. I, I think that that's something that like, should be lumped in with intelligence more. is because you know people really well. You know how to read a room. Whether it's you on stage or like you just knowing how to be. And I know that kind of like well, doesn't sound nice like correct say. English, but you know how to be. You know, like if we're in a room with certain people, you know, like, hey, if this comes out of my mouth, it's going to be a problem. I'll probably keep that tucked away. Now, this is what you should say to get along with these people. Or this is what you should say to not, you know, rock the boat. Or this is what you should say when you actually need to fucking get something done. Wow. I think that that's part of intelligence. I'll take that. Yeah. I would take that over books, Because I think if I was like... People who are super book smart sometimes have, don't have social intelligence. No, and they're fucking nerds, dude. Books are dumb. <laughs> We've already talked about that on the pod. Books are dumb, and they're done. We're done with books. Uh, wait, we have we? We've said we were done we're with books. Done with, but we've said it. No, the world just said it. The world did not say that we're done with books. Go into a bookstore. Yeah, there's nothing going on in there. <laughs> there's, Boring. I, Everybody's quiet. Everybody's walking around. Everybody's realizing, oh, I, I could just watch this when it comes out on Netflix. Nobody's they're gonna, they're doing a series about this. They're, they're, nobody, nobody walks into a bookstore and then realizes Netflix exists. Nobody's walking in there going, well, I guess I gotta get a book because there's no other options. And then they're walking around going, holy shit, wait, I could just get this on Netflix. Yeah, they can. That's not happening ever. People are. Deliberately going to bookstores to buy books to read, and it's quiet because some people are they're they're quietly perusing the books or they're reading in the bookstore to see if they want to buy the book. I want it to be a little more fun. What do you want? Well, if you if, what would your bookstore look like? We'd serve alcohol. You could while, while you're while you're perusing the true crime section, you could you could you could slam an old fashioned, drink an old fashioned. You could around. go for old timey drinks. Because books are old, so only old drink. Like, a, like a Harvey Wallbanger and then and some old media and a <laughs> Harvey Wallbanger. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. There's going to be drinks. There's going to be better music. Um, Where do you think Harvey Wallbanger came from as a drink? People, there's got to be a guy who had some, some domestic abuse issues. Harvey Wallbanger. It's <laughs> 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 just a dude fighting with his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, that's, that's old Harvey. You Classic Harvey Wallbanger. 
And they're like, no, it's a real problem. Like, his, like she's hurt. His last name's Johnson, but we just uh, we just call Wallbanger is just a nickname. Uh, oh, what I meant when I, uh, we we got we got lost on this because you started being aggressive about Rod Thomas <laughs> with me. Um, I surprised myself with my intelligence. You were saying a Jeopardy question. I was at this bar where this guy's performing acoustic guitar, and he accidentally he's trying to say the name of an artist who he's covering, and he goes Arthur Miller, and then he goes, "Ah, that's not Arthur Miller. What's Arthur Miller from?" And I just yell out, "I'm getting a beer." It's quiet in this room for some reason, but there was like 40 people in there. And I just go, the crucible. <laughs> and I drink my beer and everybody's like, and all the people that I was with, including my cousin, who's like a fucking scientist. She was like, where the hell did that come from? They all look at you like, is that a ventriloquist? What happened? They're looking at you like, is he on that limitless pill? How does he know? <laughs> This guy who looks like this should not know the crucible. Yeah, right. Like, is this Bradley Cooper in that movie? Um, that, yeah, that, you have that, like that. it's like a what would you what would you call it like genius brain fart like the opposite of a brain fart, a smart brain fart, a, a smart brain fart. Actually, I think brain farts. I think we're using it wrong. Brain fart. Because that seems shit. more like a brain, brain fart. fart. Like your brain's farting out knowledge. It's just squirt, squirt it out. That's a good point. Can we change the definition of brain fart? It should be positive? brain constipation when it you can't <laughs> think of what to say. I got brain constipation. Brain emodium AD. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm all backed up. I got brain constipation. I can't think. Uh, uh, you're absolutely right. It's a lack of your brain working. It's not. That's what I mean. Or maybe what they're thinking is, oh, it's a brain bubble. Like it's a bubble in your brain. of No, the knowledge is not coming out. But you're right. That's not fart. Fart stuff's coming out. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> and they say we're not smart. <laughs> they might be right. We just, we just changed the de definition of a word. <laughs> you love the, these words that you love yeah. so much? We just gave you a new one. You're not going to get that on, Brain your, constipation. on your TED Talk podcasts, yeah, losers. Yeah, yeah. Where there's actual knowledge, we'll get you some new knowledge that we made up. You come to Brand New Jerks for the laughs. You stay for the learning. <laughs> That's what the, everybody's been saying. The nonsensical, useless learning yeah. <laughs> of making up urban dictionary. This I want to see in the urban dictionary the phrase brain constipation, and then it's that, that it's what we just yeah. said. That's what we're, we're dropping brain fart gems. We're just brain farting all over the pod today. 100%. We're, we're geniuses at this point. Way above average intelligence, but way smarter than Rob Thomas. I'll tell Actually, you right now. Actually, let's let's don't let's <laughs> let's start over. Ask me if if I think you're smart. Hey Ray, yeah. Do you think I'm smart? I do, buddy. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. Welcome to the brand new jerks. Welcome to the brand new jerks, everybody. It's so meta. <laughs> I what I was just glad that I had the uh, that crucible line because it kind of balanced out from me. Like singing a song parody and adding the word cock to it, you know what I mean? It's like it's like oh maybe this guy isn't as dumb as we thought it was. Yeah, it was like a shining moment for Ray Zawadney. Good for me. The uh, no, but I, I do agree those moments happen. <laughs> this isn't a, a smart moment. It was it was just a funny. I'll try to convey this story. Yeah. I used to do shows at this place called Ochi's Lounge, which is in the basement of a comedy club called Comics. This is back. In the day, uh, a while ago, stand-up comedy, early, early Donnelly stand-up comedy. Uh, 
Lil Donnelly. And my friend Blaine Perry, I, I had my show, and my friend Blaine Perry, super funny comic, my friend Pat Stango, super funny comic, we were hanging out at somebody else's show after ours, and we we're drinking, but we we're down there, and we're watching it, and uh, somebody on stage mention, mentions like Rick Moranis, like they go, oh, Rick Moranis, and then... <laughs> Out of nowhere, another comic goes, yeah, whatever happened to him? Or the guy on stage goes, whatever happened to Rick Moranis? And my friend Blaine, off his ass drunk, goes, his wife died and he quit show business and he's retired. And then we all just start <laughs> losing. Like, it was like this weird moment of information that, that nobody expected. And then my friend Pat's next to going, it's true, he's retired. Like, it was this weird <laughs> moment that I'll never forget of where it's like, where the fuck did that come from? While the dude was on stage. While the dude was on stage. <laughs> the room was pitch quiet. The guy was in that pitch quiet, but it was like a set. And he wasn't actually asking guys, can you tell me what happened yeah. to Rick Moranis? Not to mention, usually, what happened to Rick Moranis. Oh, he retired from show business. And that's the end. He dropped like six Wikipedia facts. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. He dropped the whole freaking page. He went, oh, well, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. He still does a little voiceover work every <laughs> once in a while just to pay the bills, but he really needed to be at home with his family. Came up with an album in 2019, a music album, which kind of doesn't make any sense. Right? 15 years later, he uh, got punched in the face <laughs> in New York City. <laughs> um, but that... Yeah, I think he's going to be back in show business, Rick Moranis. Honey, I ruined the open mic. That's what that was called. <laughs> <laughs> but it, was, it wasn't like a brain fart as we know it now. Yeah. But it was a moment of like, what the, what the hell just happened? Like, what happened? That was brain diarrhea. Brain diarrhea. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, you wanted, you had this. It's something that you know yourself that you're almost dying comes up in public. I'm actually starting to get angry that we've been calling it a brain fart all this time. Yeah, it does not make sense. Oh, I'm I'm not ironically saying that we should change the name. I honestly believe yeah. brain fart. Uh, how we defined it makes way more sense because it's and, and and farts are funny. I'm not laughing when I have a brain fart. No, not I'm at like, all. Fuck, I can't think of what I was gonna say. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, and also that's like you're just forgetting. They have other words for that. It should be that should be something yeah. else. Brain fart should be like you know. Like the Pythagorean theorem out of nowhere. Like yes. you, you figured it out. Like you you know, like stuff like farts that. Farts are random. Farts are random. Just little tiny facts that were in the crevices of your brain. I was watching a thing last night with Megan, my lovely girlfriend, about the powers of the brain, and they were saying how when you're a baby, you are the smartest that you're gonna be in your life. You have the most capacity to take in and withhold and and, and um malleable and, and sponge most and, malleable. Well, you you're, you have hundreds of thousands of billions of neurons as a baby, and they all start firing off pretty fast. It's almost like like a, when you're a brand a brand new car loses value. I think I've used that analogy recently. I don't know if it was in the podcast. When you drive it off the lot, it goes down by like twenty grand. Yeah. When you're a baby, you're a brand new car. You have all this capability. There's supposedly like um, eight hundred different sounds that make up every language in the world, when you're a baby, you have the capacity to understand all of those. When you become an adult, oh, you only use about 40 of them. The rest of them are locked off to your brain. That's pretty awesome. It's pretty, it's really awesome. I, I, the brain, anything on the brain I'll watch because they don't understand it. They don't know what the hell's going on. Man, it would be awesome to be a little baby again. Just know every language? Just figure it all out or like start over. 
Because it, it, it's like, it, I think what, what you're saying is, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that like once it's like certain things will happen that you can never change. Is that true? What do you mean? Or that's almost impossible. Oh, no. Tons of things will happen. Every little... Since you're a baby, you're a blank slate, right? You know, you're... What do they call it? Tabula rasa? Doesn't that mean blank yeah. slate? Yeah. Right? Latin. Little brain fart for you. Anyway. Ponderosa. Tabula ponderosa. <laughs> what is that? Anyway. So what ends up happening, the minute that you start, the way your mom holds you, that's an experience. That's going to shape it. It's like you're going... It's like a choose-your-own-adventure with every little second of what happens in your life. So you're either... With holding on to or burning off neurons, depending on how, like that's why they have that baby Einstein stuff, all that stuff, because you are capable of like sponging that information way more uh, than when you get older. Like it's almost like your brain's like just form fitting your personality or your or your just your yourself, and it's going like, oh, you don't want to learn that. This is this is more you. This is it's almost like. Digging out a map for yourself, yeah. but when you're a baby, you're like, "Hey, I'm open to whatever." Like you're just there's no there's no bias. There's no you're like, "Hey, I, I can learn X amount of languages." Like that's why people try to make their toddlers learn Spanish because they're way more of a capability to do that's that. Pretty then. cool. Yeah, babies' babies' brains are cool. Really cool. Really really cool. Well, that's like that whole thing. Remember that everybody freaked out about that fact that like they're all oh, you only use ten percent of your brain. Yeah. When the actuality of it apparently is ten percent at any given time, so you're using your whole brain, but ten percent at any moment. I love that it was also the dumbest people that were getting mad about. It. <laughs> it's like no, you, you don't. No, 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 you don't use ten percent of your brain. You use about four, idiot. You know what I started following from the brand new jerks TikTok page. Speaking of farts, what is you might have noticed this if you've looked at it. But it's pretty. It's pretty hilarious. It's it's called. It's it's got so many viewers and followers. It's called chiropractor farts. Where it's people in a chiropractor's office and they're getting. I can't believe I was just telling you how smart you are for that brain fart thing. And they're farting. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny, and it's like hot women. And then they're Wait, like getting they have pushed. video of it, dude. It's so funny because I think it's funny just because I th- I think farts are funny, right? Because it makes me laugh. Hearing the sound is funny, and hearing it in that <laughs> setting is funny. But what's fucked up about it? Why I might unfollow it is because it's like all these really attractive women getting their manipulations done, and they're farting. And like, I made the mistake of looking at the comments because I always thought that they would be like, "Oh, that's hilarious," or like, "Wow, that was a long one." And no, it's all like, man, I'd like to be in that room. Oh, I know. It becomes porn out of it's nowhere. It's just creep. That's gross, dude. Yeah. You know what you need? We're going to start a page called Library Farts, where we just walk into a library and fart and see what happens. To tape that, it. That might be a funny it's actually video. A, it's actually a funny video. That's a really funny video. <laughs> Round up some farts together. It would, it would take the podcast over the top. That might be better with helping us be more comfortable. And being more assert- well, like stand up kind of does that at certain in certain realms. Like going up in front of an audience and bombing does make you a more assertive person, I think. But then the rejection of show, the rejection of comedy in general, can make you get less confident in the same day. We should film ourselves, each other, going into like George's when it's packed, and ha- and like letting off like a fart sound in our pocket. And having to just own it. And oh, that, there's tons to of videos like that. Yeah, you're right. I guess I don't it's care. already a thing. I'm taking fu- it. Like, you're doing. <laughs> the guy they have that pocket fart thing where they press it. 
Yeah. I, I want that. Really you want to do it as like a confidence builder exercise. Yeah, like now. we have to go in and, and own a fart. Well, Ray, we're doing a shorter episode this week. So yes, do we, we want to do a... We, we really... I, it was a lot of fun talking about brain farts and Rob Thomas. It was. Um, do you want? Do you have a jerk of the week for this week? Or do you want to do a... Uh, before we get out of here? I, I don't have a jerk of the week. Um, but I, I kind of do have a little bit of a jerk of the week that you just reminded me of. Who? And it's a certain somebody that, you know, when you're in the public spotlight... You want to be in touch with your fans. It's like, why would you even have a social media page? Isn't that the point to lower the walls between you and your fans? And if you have a fan that's a devoted fan and somebody that thinks you're cool and somebody that wants to be a little more than a fan, wants to be a buddy and thinks that we could collaborate, you know, he's in entertainment, I'm in entertainment, and he sends you a couple messages, not weird messages, nice messages, friendly messages. And then you don't even have the nerve to look Wait, at him and respond. I know you don't want to say that you want this to be anonymous, but can I guess who it is? Hmm. Are the initials RT? No. It's not. Oh, this is somebody different. Oh, this is a different this is a different scenario. Yeah. This is completely different. It's not who we think it is. It's Rob Thomas. <laughs> it's Rob Thomas. It's the jerk of the week. Okay. Wow. This is uh, this is a pretty enlightening. Uh, podcast. I almost said open mic. This is a pretty enlightening open mic. <laughs> pretty enlightening open mic. Well, I guess we'll uh, keep on keeping on. <laughs> you're, so, you're so mad that Rob Thomas has not written you back. It's sitting by the overcoat, the second shelf, the note she wrote that I can't get myself to go away. That's like a that's like a B side. That's not even like a known. I'm so sorry about the attitude I mean to give. Oh my god, you are a fan. It's I like Matchbox Twenty. <laughs> Me and a friend used to joke around we were gonna start a band called Matchbox Ten. <laughs> Good one. Because there was only there's yeah, four I got in it. the band and there's only two of us. I got it. <sighs> did you just fart? No, Why did you I just, clean up like that because I I'm uncomfortable. From that mo- oh. Matchbox Ten situation, whatever, dude. Uh, That's gonna be the clip of the week. It's <laughs> me saying I'm starting a band called Matchbox Ten. <laughs> Can we tell the people what we do here? We every week we do a bang up, bang, bang up, bang up job of an episode. Um, am I drunk at this point? Yeah. Um, guys, check us out on TikTok and YouTube. There's new clips of every week. We also have a thing on our YouTube called. Uh, worst first street, which is your worst joke, your first joke, and a street joke that you love. We have two episodes up already. There's more coming. Uh, do us a favor. Follow us on um, TikTok. It's at Brand New Jerks Pod. And send us an email. Let us know, especially if you're Rob Thomas, email the pod and let us know why you haven't contacted Ray. What's the email, Ray? Brand New Jerks at gmail.com. Or Rob, you could send me a personal one at arsawadney at gmail.com. Uh, or just just respond to your your messages, really. <laughs> and search for Brand New Jerks sure on YouTube busy. for all of our clips and our shorts. Uh, both of us are on social media. Ray is at Ray B. Killingham. I'm at Shawnee Time. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you next week, everybody. It's been one week. Oh, well, that's Bare Naked Ladies. Bare Naked Ladies, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs>